and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Music Lab Podcast. My name is Dog. And I'm Mo. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. It is the end of, of the year. <laughs> we made it. We made it. We did. You made it. We made it. Uh, we are so excited to be here again, once again, with you. And tonight, we are going to be talking about our top five albums of 2022 that we reviewed specifically. And ironically enough, I'm sure you're asking out there right now, well, how many albums did they review this year, dog? Mo? How many albums did we review? We reviewed 21 albums in 10 months. Our first episode, ladies and gentlemen, was February 10th, 2022, and it is 12. It's the winter solstice today. It is the winter solstice today. So, yeah. It the day been... of the recording, not the day of the release. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so it has been a little over 10 months, and we've recorded, or we've reviewed 21 albums yeah our, our somehow, very first <laughs> album review was our very first episode yeah the episode lumineers. one we did the lumineers yeah yeah, yeah. so we will um, it feels like a million years ago we did that one so as we go through um each one of our albums we will reference those episodes as well indeed where we did full album reviews of those so if you're listening to us for the first time or, you know, if you didn't get a chance to listen to those full episodes, and you might want to listen to those full episodes after you hear that we feel like these albums were our top five, you know, you know be our guest. I, I really feel like I, you know, we were talking a little bit about this before we rolled tape today. Yeah. And I, I just feel like, you know, I have gotten so much, you know, joy from, you know, reviewing these albums and and all the great music that's come out this year you know both from a professional and a personal standpoint and i really feel like you know i i encourage you the listener to do the same thing that we're doing here in terms of you know trying to like be critical about what you're listening to don't just listen to it but like really listen to it Mm -hmm. sit down with the lyrics you know We've talked about this in other episodes. You know, when when we were kids, music wasn't as easily accessible. You had to purchase it, and and it cost quite a bit of money at the time. It was twenty dollars for a CD when you know when I was a when kid. They first came out, yeah, Absolutely. and it was even like fifteen or sixteen dollars for a tape. But they came with lyric inserts. They came with like album art. You know, you'd unfold this giant thing, something you could touch. But and you yeah, could but. Feel. But yeah. you would interact with it more because you didn't just have whatever you wanted to listen to in the moment available to you. Yeah. You know, that's actually really new. And so I feel like people don't really listen anymore. And so I'm going to encourage you to, like, you know, if you want to, even just start with the bands that and the albums that we talk about today. But or as really, a New Year's resolution. Yeah, yeah. like really just start listening <laughs> yeah. more. Like listen with a critical ear, ear and a critical yeah. mind and – and, and start listening because a lot of the bands that I listened to this year had something important to say. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they were all starting to sound like they were s- trying to say the same things. Yeah. And I really, 
think that it was a message that people need to hear and people need to take seriously. So let's just roll right into it. I, I, yeah, you, you said it very, very well, yeah. my friend. Go yep. first. You go first. All right. So the first album that I want to talk about uh, as part of my top five um, is the album Misadventures of Doom Scroller. I left that one for you, by the way. By our friends <laughs> Dawes, uh, which we featured in episode 19B. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Such a, a band that we have grown up with, you know, we feel, I feel like they're my, like, you know, like our child, you know, like, and, and you just see this band, each album, how they've grown and how they've progressed. And then they put this album out this year and you're like, all right, it's seven songs. It's 41 minutes. Okay. And it's going to be like one take, like jazz concept album, like all over the place. What a tremendous, tremendous outing by the boys. You know, they buck the trend. I, I really feel like a lot of times when I listen to a band, you know, they've got like, it's almost like you can tell where they ran out of material from when they weren't famous. It's like as soon as they become famous, the writing yeah. magic is lost, you know. And and so with Dawes, though, they buck that trend Dawes is a band that is growing palpably with every album that they release. Yeah. They are getting better and better and better. Yeah. And they sounded like a jam band on that album. It was awesome. Yeah. And and with a rotating cast, you know, they've gone through an organist already. They've gone through a guitarist. So it's not like it's been like this complete, you know, band throughout the whole thing. But Taylor and Griffin... Somehow they make it work. So yeah, dude. what you got? For There's a lot of talent friend. there. Yeah. That's a great album. You should, if you haven't listened to that, you gotta, yeah. you gotta. It's so great. I'm going to choose for my first album. Yeah, yeah. Band of horses. Things are great. Mm-hmm. We reviewed this album was released on March 4th and we reviewed the album in episode six B. Okay. I, I, you know, as I said to you at the time, I didn't know a lot about Band of Horses when when I listened to that album. It was really my first experience with them, you know, and you had told me that they were good. And I was like, OK, I'm going to check this out. My niece had talked to about them before, but I was like, OK, you know, this is an album where the first time I listened to it, I was like, I like that. But then I kept going back and listening to it. I just listened to it today, not for this, but just because I really like it. It is an outstanding album. Yeah. It, it is from front to back. It is yeah. filled with anthemic songs that have a unique delivery. I mean, this band is unique. There, nobody else sounds like they do. And so, check it out. And that poor town in California. What's, oh man, what's the- yeah. <laughs> you know what, man? They had that one bad experience. Oh, it was probably one dude too. Yep, I'm sure. One jagoff that gave that whole town a bad name. Mm. It's too bad. It is. It is. <laughs> All what right, you got so, for number two? Well, my next album, you know, <clears throat> as as difficult as you could as- assume it would be to try and get 21 albums down to five, this was like, you know, 5A, 5B, 6A, 6B, and then it became, you know, one of my five. Colin Hay, his album, Now and the Evermore. I, I just, 
you know, it, it was, you know, a long time ago in our eyes, you know, episode 7A. But when I re-listen to this album, just front to back, it's just, you can tell he is having so much fun on this album. And, you know, coming out of the pandemic, you know, a guy in his 60s, you know, like, like this was just like how he was playing with house money on this album. Like, you can just tell. Dude, he has been playing with house money for 20 years. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. But like just accentuated because of, you know, everything going on. He is. He is an icon. Yeah. And yeah. It, it was a great album. And I, you know, I love Colin. Hey, I am between the two of us by far the bigger fan. Oh, absolutely. I pushed yep. for that review. Absolutely. And, and so I'm glad you chose that one. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that that album has grown upon you. Yeah. All his music is so good. I was actually just practicing one of his songs yesterday. That's so cool. You know, yeah. trying to learn it for my own repertoire or whatever. He's just such a great storyteller. Yeah. Really and that is. album is a great storytelling album. So excellent choice. Yeah, you know, I, I felt like I wanted to say, because we were talking about it before. Yeah. We're not rating these. When I said, yeah. oh, give me your number two. It's not his number two. Right. We're not rating them. We're just Ranking telling you. nothing. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing all that. We're just telling you these are the albums we enjoyed the most. It was hard. And, you know, we discussed, discussed this many times during the year. We could not believe how lucky we kept getting with the album reviews we chose so blessed we, so you know blessed. they really were there really was so much good stuff there and even the ones we didn't love we didn't hate mm-hmm. and so it was really kind of an interesting thing so i'm going to choose for my next one because i don't want to say second yeah, so no, good I hear you. uh you know dog is still mad at me because he wanted to choose this one <laughs> i'm gonna choose drip field by goose yeah. i knew zero about goose like zip zilch about goose until i listened to this album and i am a goose fan now we were just talking about before we rolled tape about how we're gonna totally check this band out this summer uh i cannot wait to see these guys live it was an experience you know that that when that album comes on down like you just as soon as it comes on you're like i'm gonna like this i think and i remember feeling that way the first time i heard it i was like i think i'm gonna like this and it does it does not disappoint it is easily one of the best albums of the year this this album i i really like kind of translated to like a mountain because you you to your point you know you start off with born and you start off and then you go into arrow and then like the peak is hunger sight for me and then despite like you know coming down from that you're still at you know you're still on the mountains you can still see out but like hunger sight for that album is just the peak and then it's not just one slow song. ready yeah uh, there's so, so many good. and you know yeah. just because i hadn't said it yet this was episode 16a yeah so if you want to go back and and if you want to listen to the album and then listen to the review that's why we're kind of giving you these you know, yeah. we're, we're telling you which ones we are. So yeah, you don't have to like go a hunting. Table of content. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> so what do you got next? What's yeah. Next? So my next album, not that after seeing them live this year cemented it, but it sure helped. Um, <laughs> Arcade Fire's album, We. Um, from episode 12A, uh, Despite his problems and despite everything else, 
this album or this band just put out a masterpiece. I mean, it is so good. It is emotional. It's touching. It's powerful. You know, to your point, like it's it sends a pretty powerful message if you really listen to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just. I think, I think critically too, it will probably get its due as well. You know, which we don't like to talk about, and I don't like to talk about awards. Yeah. But I think of the five that I picked, I think they probably. Will I have definitely the best think chance. you seeing it live affected it because I'll be honest with you, I did not love that album. I know. Yeah, yep. and I, I said so during the review. I didn't. I didn't hate it. Yeah. But I didn't. I mean, I didn't. I just didn't love it. So yeah. that's it. But that's, but again, music is subjective and Absolutely. good choice. Yeah, my so I'm gonna what you got? I'm gonna choose for my next album. I'm gonna choose one of, in my opinion, one of the best up and coming bands there is going out today, and it's Wet Leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, and you know this is the the this is the emoji band as you as you mentioned mm-hmm. in the review. <laughs> Wet Leg, you know, I listened to their album for the first time. On my way up and back, because I listened to it twice in a row. Um, actually, I listened to it like three times. Um, up and back to Martin Guitar. My guitar had been uh, up at Martin for six like or seven months being repaired, and I wanted my baby back. And so I drove all the way up there to get it, and I listened to this album on the way up for the album review. And man, I'm not going to lie to you. I loved it. I, I did, and I still love it. I think... They're, they have something, they have managed to capture a voice for their generation in a way that none of the other music that's coming out now has done so for me. And I just really, really enjoyed it. It's fresh, it's unique, and at the same time, it's retro. And so it's got all the things that I like about music all in one. It has the making of going down as one of the, you know, like in the last 30 years, better debut albums it is a great debut album and i you know you're never you're not going to hear a peep about it on the grammys because the grammys is shite and uh you know i i've never said that out loud on the show before but i'm saying it now you're you're not going to hear it there Mm -hmm. so you're going to have to check it out yourself so check it out tell me what you think this is episode 14a was released on april 8th um two sisters from isle of wight england and that's a pretty special place to come from, mm-hmm. uh, from a musical standpoint. So yeah. check it out. Wet leg. Yeah. yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, so my fourth, my next and my next, I'm going to pull a little bit of a, a you know, curveball for you. My fourth and fifth albums are by the same artist, ladies and gentlemen. I bet I can guess. So, you know, this is kind of for me, like, as much as we did the top five albums or, you know, our, our favorite five albums, he was my artist of the year um, because of these two albums. Jack White, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Fear of the Dawn and Entering Heaven Alive, just for completely different reasons, for completely different vibes for completely different messages, but he excelled at both. I mean, both are masterpieces. They will go down as his greatest albums that uh, up to this point. It, it's They are so good, and when I re-listen to them again, 
they stand up. And I know in 10 years, when I re-listen again, these both albums will stand up. There is just a, a, a ferocity to the to Fear of the Dawn. And then there's like, there's just the, there's this fragility to Entering Heaven Alive. And how he can capture that in both albums within one year is just remarkable. I'm I am, done. I am, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, well said, by the way. I, you know, I intentionally did not choose Jack White. It was too obvious for me. I am a huge Jack White fan, as you well know. Yes. I mean, I, in the last 20 years, I don't think there's been a more influential or, or more productive musician than Jack White. Yeah. Jack White is the guy. And so... I felt like it was too obvious for me. So I'm glad that you recognized him because, yeah, everything you said is 100% true. Jack White is a generational talent. We said so in the reviews again and again, and he did not disappoint. I mean, home run after home run after home run, the guy gets it. He's an icon. Yeah. So just for reference, um, Fear of the Dawn was from episode 9A. And entering heaven alive was from episode twenty. A so I wasn't sure we should review both of those albums. In retrospect, I'm glad we did. Oh man, because they were so they were outstanding. We yep. All right. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to bat two albums at once here at the end. Then I guess. So. Okay. <laughs> kind of gave yourself away there. All right. So I'm gonna choose oh, man. for my next album. Yeah, I'm gonna choose. Uh, and this is not gonna surprise anybody that knows me. I'm gonna choose Julian Lennon Jude. Yes. Released on September 9th, uh, episode 24A. I I wasn't sure what I expected. You know, I was expecting to like this album. Yeah. Because it's Julian Lennon. I like Julian Lennon's music. I liked his dad's music. I like his music. I like the stuff the Lennons do. I like Sean's stuff. I knew I was going to like it. I didn't realize how much I was going to love it. I have been listening to this album nonstop since we recorded it. I listened to it in its entirety on Saturday when I picked up my dad from the airport and was waiting for him in the cell lot. Just listened to the entire album while I was waiting there. I can't get enough of this album. Episode 24A, Mm. it it exceeded every expectation I had. I think it is his crowning achievement his magnum opus it is outstanding yeah i i I was i think of all of the albums that we did i was most pleasantly surprised right you know i I think i can you know of all of the 21 i think i can say that assuredly um so i'm glad that you picked that album i did not have any expectations going in. I was not familiar with his music much other than like the pop song, you know, like the, the radio songs, which I think were pretty few and far between anyway, but man, what a, what an impact. And I'm so glad that we reviewed that. Yeah, album. that was a good one. Definitely. Definitely. So for so my, what you got for your last, for my one, last album, yeah. I'm going to choose the lone bellow. Ah, thank you. Mm. Love songs for losers. It was released on November 4th. This was a recent episode we did. Mm-hmm. Episode 28A. Yeah. I like the Lone Bellow. I have always liked the Lone Bellow since the first time you introduced me to their music. Mm-hmm. I 
loved this new album. It was heartfelt. Mm. They spread around the the singing more. Mm. They took some chances and did some things that were a little outside their box. And I felt like they killed it. And, you know, if you like Americana music, do yourself a favor and listen to that album. Episode 28A. I loved it. Yeah. They, they did not disappoint. Um, I, I was, I had high expectations for this album, especially after they released the, I think, what, they released like three or four songs early. So yeah. we had a, a, a nice little taste of what the album you know, it was going to be honey, I think was one of the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, they knocked it out of the park with this album. Um, well done. And I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully getting to see them, you know, out and about next year. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So Good I stuff. think finally, I think we need to, you know, yeah. where there's two more things that we're going to talk about. Yep. We're going to talk about our biggest disappointments mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about our combined favorite. Yes. So let's talk about the biggest disappointments first. Mm-hmm. So what was your biggest disappointments in terms of what we reviewed? The, <laughs> the albums you were really, really expecting great things from, and they didn't live up to it. It doesn't uh, mean they were bad. It just means they didn't quite live up to what you were. You know, in all honesty, there was really only one. And, you know, I, we kind of talked off camera about, you know, or I talked about it and I'm not even going to mention it. So really the only album that I, that I had, I don't want to say that I had high expectations for, but it had been a little bit since they had, you know, put out an album and, you know, the stature of this band and the level of this band, you, you kind of have a certain level of expectation. And that was the black keys. Um, that album just, it, it, I don't know. It just didn't speak to me. There were some highlights, definitely. Wild Child's a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, that album, I was really wanting more from that band. It just kind of sounded, you know, like a yeah. band kind of stuck in, in, in neutral. I felt the same way. Uh, the album was Dropout Boogie. Dropout Boogie. Thank and, you. <laughs> I, you know, it wasn't that I didn't, it wasn't that the album was bad. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't that I, I even necessarily that I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I was expecting to be blown away and I wasn't. And I think, so I understand what you're saying. So yeah. good call. Yeah, that was really, that was the only album that I could think of of the 21 mm-hmm. that we did that, that really disappointed, you know. So mine yeah what you got my biggest disappointment was the arctic monkeys the car ah yes and um you know i really had a lot of high expectations for this album because the arctic monkeys are such a talented group yeah same with black keys yeah Yeah, i mean they really are again it was the same thing and it wasn't again i'm not going to revisit the stuff we talked about in the review if you want to check out the review check it out Mm -hmm. uh i just i i was not i that was my biggest disappointment of the year so Good call. Yeah. It's All right. Very, very, very. So I think for the final thing, we're going to kind of crown, mm-hmm. even though we said we weren't going to rate them, I think we're going to sort of crown the one album that both of us couldn't keep off our list. So, and we couldn't decide who was going to choose it. Mm-hmm. So we just said, we're going to give it a special mention at the end. Yeah. yeah. And I think that album is Tears for Fears Tipping Point. Mm-hmm. I, I, there was a lot of great music released this year. And if I had to choose, if I had to pick one, I would say this is the best album of the year. Yeah. Um, 
and especially after a 17-year hiatus. You know, guys that are up there in age, you know, that really don't have to do this anymore. Like, they're completely set, you know, for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And they put out this masterpiece. Both from a musical and a lyrical standpoint. Yes. This album is a masterpiece. Rivers of Mercy is it's, just a- It's probably the best album they've ever made. Yeah. You know, we talked about that with uh, Dawes. Mm. You know, to wait 17 years and then to dump this on us yeah. and just be like, oh, here you go. So now do we have to wait 17 more years for the next one? It's like, I want you to release another one next year. They're like, no on that, Wankas. Yeah, for the next <laughs> 17 years. Yeah, four, Dude, four it's score. so good. If you haven't listened to that one. And I mean, we reviewed that album. What was it? Episode three? Three B, I think. Yeah. yeah, it was early on. I mean, it, it was, was it was so long we ago. We weren't even located. In this yeah, spot. we were turned over that way. We we decided to try something new, and we both were like, "No, we're not going to turn it down." Too way. many spiders over there. Oh man, the the audio <laughs> was terrible. I hadn't figured it out quite yet. I mean, it's but it, you know what? That the, the fact of the matter is that what came through on it though. Was the great music that that these guys had created, and it it does it stands up. I listen to that album mm. all the time, yeah. and it is it it's powerful. It's it's emotional. It's a roller coaster ride, both musically and lyrically. Yeah, it, it's their yep. finest. It, it, it's it's the finest thing they've ever done. Yeah. So, you know, we did twenty one album reviews this year. There were five albums that. I think, and I'm going to speak for for Mo on this because I kind of came up with it, but there were five albums that I think we could have reviewed or we wanted to review that were absolutely phenomenal this year. I'm going to go over them really quick. Some of them were because I had a well, lot of misfortune this year. Well, and, yeah, <laughs> we didn't. We, we weren't able to. <laughs> we weren't able to review some of these albums because of my misfortunes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our 80th episode. 80. 80 episodes that we got through. So, real quickly, Sons of the East, their album that they put out this year was absolutely phenomenal. They're a band from Australia. Definitely check them out. The new Head in the Heart album was excellent this year. The new Spoon album was awesome. That Spoon album was awesome. So good. And so, and what a welcome back for those guys. The Wilco double album. Oh, The God. country album. Oh, my God. We were God. supposed to review that. We had like half of that I'm, done. That is a hundred percent my fault that it didn't get reviewed. Yeah, sorry, Nels and Jeff and uh, We should review it anyway. We, we should, should review it next year just because really it's should. Wilco on their anniversary. There, there's the, really, uh, there's album. really no like statute of limitations for reviewing a Wilco album. That's true because it's still going to be good yeah. this year, and we're going to enjoy doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and the last <laughs> album I want to speak about, or the last band, Camp, the band Camp, their album this year was very very good so band camp yeah band camp band camp <laughs> i love it but yeah 80 episodes what do you think do you, man i would have never guessed in 10 months we could have gotten through 80 episodes 80 episodes not too shabby buddy you know what though buddy we did it we did it old there friend. we are and we're gonna keep on <laughs> Cheers doing it to that. we're gonna keep on doing it yeah. and you know we're gonna continue to give you stuff and hopefully you'll check it out yeah we you know we've already been talking about doing some new material stay for tuned next for year. season two yeah absolutely um, trying to do some new episodes mm-hmm. and shake it up and see what we can do 
Um, but we appreciate your feedback. Yeah. So, you know, if you have ideas of stuff Please. you'd like us to talk yeah. about or do, let us know. Mm-hmm. We would love to do that kind of stuff. And we listen to the things that you say. So reach out to us either on social media or YouTube comments or whatever. Yeah. And let us know what you think. But yeah. you know, thank you so much for being a viewer. If you're a new viewer, thanks for tuning in. If you've been sticking with us, you know, week in and week out for the last 10 months, mm-hmm. thanks so much for sticking around. Yeah. And as usual, we're going to offer you peace and one love for the new years. Come on over to roosterstone.com where you can book the band for any event you can imagine. Acoustic, full band, whatever your event may require. You can also email us to take online music lessons at an affordable monthly price. Don't forget to download our original music and like, follow, and subscribe to Roosterstone across all social media platforms. Keep rocking out at roosterstone.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Raw Outfitters, we are an independent, family-owned clothing company for all ages. Check out our inventory of shirts and hoodies at www.rawoutfitters.com and follow our social media pages. Don't just wear... Rawr.